Hi everyone, this podcast aims to talk you through Elizabeth Barrett Browning's autobiographical poem, Sonnet 43. How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. I love thee to the depth and breadth and height my soul can reach when feeling out of sight for the ends of being an ideal grace. I love thee to the level of every day's most quiet need by sun and candle light. I love thee freely as men strive for right. I love thee purely as they turn from praise. I love thee with the passion put to use in my old griefs and with my childhood's faith. I love thee with a love I seem to lose with my lost saints. I love thee with the breath, smiles, tears of all my life. And if God choose, I shall but love thee better after death. If we take a look at the context of the poem, first of all, this is something that really interests me as there's a real life romance behind the poem. And it's really important that we have some sort of understanding about the writer's background and their influences in order for us to understand the poem on a deeper level. So here, Browning is aiming to capture her own feelings of romantic love towards her future husband and fellow poet, Robert Browning. She'd lived a comfortable life as a young girl, but due to long-term illness, This meant that she feared she would never find a love beyond that of her family. And so the admiration for Robert, who was six years older than her, became something that was all-consuming. From the outset, this love was one that was fought against heavily by Elizabeth's overprotective father, who, following the death of his wife, Elizabeth's mother, and also Elizabeth's younger brother, who drowned as a child, wanted to keep her and her other siblings under his watchful eye. Living in the patriarchal society of 19th century Britain, this meant that she was essentially considered to be his property and therefore had to live by his rules, despite her longing to be with Robert. This blatant disregard for her father's wishes led Elizabeth to be disinherited after she eloped and later married Robert Browning in 1846. So the poem itself, titled Sonnet 43, establishes its place within a larger sequence of poetry titled Sonnets from the Portuguese and confirms its large-scale significance within the Romantic era. Opening with the rhetorical question, how do I love thee? Barrett Browning poses a direct question to the man who stands as the object of her desires. Here, she is forcing him to consider if this really can be answered and in doing so encourages him to explore the endless way she aims to define her feelings towards him. It is important to remember that due to the nature of their relationship at this time, words were all she had to express her feelings, hence the intensity of the tone of the poem throughout. There is a clear sense from the outset that the love she has for Robert knows no limits. This is highlighted by her reference to depth, breadth and height, suggesting that it is simply impossible to measure the intensity of her feelings towards him, and in doing so, she creates a semantic field of endlessness. It's also worth noting that she goes on to reference her soul, implying that this is a deep-rooted love rather than a superficial relationship based on material things or appearance. As the poem continues, we see the consistent repetition of the phrase, I love thee. Barrett Browning uses language such as freely and purely, reinforcing the idea that she will not allow anyone, namely her father, to control her feelings and that she believes this love to be right. 
By also referring to the sun here, we're reminded that not all romantic poems are necessarily about love and can often refer to elements of nature and objects of admiration. This could be an appropriate time for you to consider which other romantic poets use references to nature in a similar way. In Barrett Browning's case, the sun as a source of light is something that we can't live without in the same way that she cannot comprehend life without Robert in it. Therefore, once again, reaffirming her love for him. It seems impossible to explore this sonnet without drawing your attention to references to religion. It would appear that through the heartache her family had to face, Elizabeth has lost her sense of connection to a belief in God. And we see this in her reference to old griefs, which we can only associate with the loss of her loved ones and also with her own health issues. She specifically recalls a childhood faith, confirming that this is something that has been lost. However, she does refer to God in the closing lines of the poem, where she states, If God choose, I shall but love thee better after death, implying that her love for Robert is eternal. Hopefully you'll notice that as I've been talking through the quotations, I've been tracking the poem from start to finish. And this is something that you can hopefully build confidence in as your knowledge of each poem becomes stronger and stronger.